This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Well, hi there, folks. Welcome back to Really Riley. Appreciate you coming back to my little corner of the world where I like to talk about all things mom life. I like to talk about uh, relationships, my recent engagement. I'm getting married. Uh, I like to talk about style and workouts. And just basically, I really like to keep it real on this here podcast because a lot of times people will listen to the things that I say and be like, huh? Did she really just say that? Yes, I just did. I like to say a lot of the things that people are thinking, but don't actually speak out on. Um, So today I actually want to chat a little bit about the things that I want to speak into existence this year. A lot of people roll their eyes at me when I say this, because when somebody has a wish for themselves that just seems so way far to the left, I'm like, speak that shit into existence, man. Like, I cannot tell you the amount of times my best friends just roll their eyes at me, but there's methods behind my madness and I'll tell you why. So I think it was probably about 2017 that I started to have what I call the emotional breakdown that I didn't have time for. I was, you know, recently coming to D.C. I was starting my first nationally syndicated radio show with co-host. I was leaving all of my friends that I had in Atlanta. I had no family with me and I was raising a toddler that was not even two yet. I think it was the hardest time in my life. I have been through a lot in my years, but this one was just I felt so incredibly lost. I felt so just not able to grasp my own life and I was spinning out of control with like depression and anxiety and I was like I gotta do something y'all because that you know life is not meant to be lived just stressed out and sad all the time and I knew I had to do something so I started reading the book The Secret it's been around for years and years and years and if you by Rhonda Byrne if you haven't read it you need to and matter of fact I became obsessed with the notion of the law of attraction and positivity and speaking things into existence like the biggest thing I got out of the series from The Secret is thoughts become things like what you think about you bring about and I just let me just tell you the first time that I read this book I rolled my eyes too but I think I was in a space that I was so desperate for some sort of peace that I was like, I will try anything because if I don't, (sighs) there was no don't. There wasn't an option. I had, mom had to get herself together emotionally, physically, all the things. So I read these books and I started practicing speaking things into existence. Like my first thing that I think I spoke into existence and I also worked really freaking hard for was my fitness level. Uh, I decided that I was going to do like a dry January and give up booze for a month because as I got further into my fitness, I just wasn't seeing the results that I wanted. And I was like, I am going to do this because back in those days, giving up the wine for a month seemed like, oh, this is going to be so boring and so hard. And then here we are like 18 months later and I don't drink anymore. It became a manifestation for me because I was so intent on not doing it that it just became a lifestyle at that point. 
That was one of the big ones that I spoke into existence. Another thing that, hmm, probably the biggest thing, don't throw up on me, I'm about to get mushy again. The biggest thing that I spoke into existence was my fiance. Now, legit, I mean this, and here's why. And I'm not going to go too far into this because he listens to said podcast and I don't want him to know some of these things. But I would write a gratitude journal every single night. I would write 10 things I was grateful for. And in those 10 things as well, you would write down the things that you didn't already have, but you were speaking them into existence as if you already had them. So one night I wrote down and they tell you to do this in the secret. And I thought, this is so silly, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because I was at that point that, you know, listen, if it works then great. And am I a believer now? Like they say that you need to write out your list of things that you want and get detailed in them. And at the time, the thing that I wanted to speak into existence was a husband. I felt as though I was getting things together fitness wise. My career was in order. I had a healthy, happy baby boy. The one thing that I was missing, quotes, was a husband. And I don't say that as if I wasn't whole before my fiance or whatever. It was just what I wanted. And in order to speak things into existence, you have to be real about what it is you want. So in this gratitude journal, I wrote down a list of things that I wanted my future partner to be. And I mean specific. They tell you not to be, you know, narcissistic in the way that, oh, well, he's got to have this feature. He's got to have dark hair and da 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 da. But I got down to the nitty gritty of what I wanted. And let me tell you, oh, it's like spooky, honestly. And again, I'm not going to read them now because someday it's going to be a surprise to Marshall and my fiance. And when I do read them or tell him, you will you will know, I promise. I will reveal this list someday. But today, no, because I want him to cry, hopefully on our wedding day, when I read this to him. But I literally do believe that I just brought him to life in a sense. I know you're like, what is, what is this witchcraft you're talking about, Riley? But I felt like I had to get into the mindset of first being okay with where I was. That's a totally true Pinterest meme that you got to be right with yourself before you're right with anybody else. Absolutely. Um, but I literally was like, this is going to happen. I just thought of it every day as for right now, it's me and my little man. And this man is going to come into my life. I declared on in January that I was like, I'm going to just do dry January and just deal with me. But I feel like because I had already spoken into existence, legit, the universe was like, nope, you're not going to be dry at all. (laughs) You are going to get your man. And literally, I think it was like two weeks later that we started dating and A lot of people have told me like, oh, yeah, that's nice to be positive, but I don't really know if it really works. The way I look at it is this. Like while I was speaking things into existence, it was like blind faith, hope and positivity that these things that I was wanting, this wish list per se, was going to happen. And there was nothing else that was allowed in my brain, but that was going to happen. Hey, if I am an idiot in my naivety, then that was fine. I was fine with living in that frame of thought and being a dummy for it if it didn't happen because I didn't really know what other way to be, depressed or blindly hopeful. That was my choice. And I just, a lot of people will ask me like, you know, how did you get to that point where you met your fiance and all these positive, wonderful things happening to you? And I will say this until the day I die. It was legit me speaking positive things into existence. Give it a try for a second, by the way, if you're laughing at me right now. like Try to go for one month, 30 days of thinking that nothing but good things is going to happen to you. And trust me, it wasn't like this you know, wonderful rainbows and Skittles world where nothing bad was happening surrounding this whole mission of speaking things into existence. There was a lot of shit that happened that sucked. 
bad. But this wish list of things that I wanted in my mind was going to happen. And here it is, you know, two years after I started this and I really couldn't be any fitter than I am today. I am now a fitness ambassador for my gym, which holy shit, what a dream come true. Like, where did that come from? And then I am engaged to literally my best friend and somebody that I think God truly, truly made for me. I look at my vision board, which is another thing I did in addition to the book of writing things down of the things that I wanted in 2017. And it's crazy that every single thing I put up there and, you know, sort of prayed over, if you will, every single morning has come true or is about to. Nuts. So for 2019-2020, I have a few things that I want to speak into existence because as beautiful as 2019 has been getting engaged and my little boy growing up and, you know, just career things being great and life really coming full circle and being great for a while, there's been some garbage, as I will lightly put it, that has happened. Sad things, hard things. And I feel like it's time for me to start speaking some positivity back into existence because mama and depressed and down when there's so many good things to be thankful for, just nah, we're not doing it. You know, this year, right after I got engaged, if you guys listen to the podcast or the show, I had a miscarriage and that was beyond devastating, like more devastating than I would have thought. And like residually, because at first I did what I did and I just kept moving and I kept going and I was like, okay, I'm going to be strong for everybody. I've got this. It's fine. And then, you know, randomly I will find myself just crying about it and that's normal. That's okay. You know, but I have to faith and forward motion. Like I have to like keep going forward. I'll feel that, you know, pain, if you will, but I need to find a way to have hope in the times that that the pain really sucks. So for me, the thing that I'm going to speak into existence for 2019, 2020 is for my fiance and I to have a rainbow baby. Hopefully that rainbow baby will be a girl. Now, listen, don't jump on me. I will love a baby boy, girl, whatever. Like I posted this on my Instagram on National Sun's Day that I cried when I found out Lyric was a boy and not a girl because I wanted a girl so badly. And now I'm like, I couldn't imagine not being a boy mom. So if it's another boy, great. But, you know, if it works like it did when I manifested my future husband into existence by writing down specifically what I wanted... Right now, I would love to have a girl because I would love to have one of each. And I would love to see like Marshall with a little girl because he's this strong, tough guy that plays rough and tumbly with my son. But I would love to just see him melt over a little girl. It just, oh God, you know, and it's something that he and I want ever so badly. And I know that it's going to happen when it's supposed to. But again, if I'm going to come from that place of positivity and blindly believing and hoping in the things that we want, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there into existence that 2019, 2020, he and I are going to have a baby girl. Yeah. So Another thing that I want to put out there for 2019 or 2020 is a stress-free wedding. And I <laughs> I chuckle at myself when I hear this because I full well know that I am the bridezilla of the century. Like, I don't mean that I'm going to be like, re- like really, really crazy in the idea of like asking my bridesmaids to have all the same hair color and, you know, perfectly matching the dye of their shoes to the hue of my wedding bouquet. Like, I'm not talking about that. I just... 
I've waited for this a very, very long time, and I'm a person that has always dreamed about this. When I was five years old, my mom was in the dressing room at JCPenney. I'd be sitting there looking at their free bridal magazines like that was always me. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, I was Cinderella in my head for many, many years. So I just really want this to be the event of my life since having my son. You know, it's just incredibly special. And to join two families so special as mine and Marshall's, it's like, I just want this day to be incredible. And I just want to be the person that's a beautiful, blushing bride the day of. Um, And I just want it to be very, very special. I want everything to come to light in the most perfect way. Even if it's imperfect, I want to feel perfect on that day. I want my fiance to cry. (laughs) I'm going to put that out there into existence. I want to see tears (laughs) on our wedding day. But like, no, for real. I just, I really am praying for that because in addition to having a miscarriage, we just found out that my fiance has a very rare bone disease. a vascular necrosis. Forgive me if I'm butchering that. So basically what it is, is that his hip bone is dying. Fiance is about to be 32 years old in December. He's not even 32 yet. He's 31. And everybody thinks, oh my God, he's so young. He's so fit. How could this happen? Well, hey, life sucks sometimes and it gives you a lot of curveballs. And this was a curveball that was a very big gut check for both of us because, you know, I've never seen my fiance as a person that is weak physically. And not to say that he's weak now. He's not in any way, shape, or form. He is probably stronger than most people I know, even at his weakest. And mentally, he's just a rock star. Um, But to see him in pain every day and limping and to know that in a couple of months, we have to go out of town to Duke and to get surgery that's a very extensive surgery, one that's going to wipe him out for at least three months, and then there's physical therapy and recovery After that, it's going to be a long process. And to see him go through this is just, it's heartbreaking. Um, And to be, uh, to have to be strong for him and everybody else and to know that I am the one that's going to be stepping up in there for him. And that's my job. Like this is future wifey status. This is what I absolutely signed on for and am more than happy to do for my love. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot for both of us because he's the person that wants to be independent and wants to take care of me and my son. And I am going to have to, you know, wrap his mind around the fact that Mama's got this. If you ever picked a girl that is built for hard things, it's this one. It's just been a really um, difficult road the last couple of months. But I do believe that this whole death to you part thing and sickness and in health, like everybody's bound to go through it at some point. I think we're just going through it a little bit earlier than we would have expected. But hey, we're going to have some smooth sailing as soon as it's done. So... That was my next thing that I was speaking into existence for this year is health and healing. Because shit, you never really know how important your health is until it's it's in question. You know, it's just I'm really hoping for some prosperous years of things being healthy. You know, I don't know what other word to say. And, and the healing from all the different things that we've gone through mentally and physically. I just definitely want to wrap that up in a bow and make sure that we can come out of this as intact as possible, you know, because there's things in life that shock you, that change you, they try you, they challenge you. And there's been a few. Now, trust me, I know there's some of you listening to this going, well, girl, I've been through this and I've been through worse. That ain't nothing. I know everybody has their set of challenges. But for us, 
and our seemingly young relationship that's been together for under a year. We've had some trying times, but I do believe, and I am speaking it into existence, damn it, that we are going to get through this healthier, happier, and stronger. I'm sneaking peace on in there, too, with the things that I'm speaking into existence as well, because of the fact that, like, I am not a person that has a lot of peace at all. You know, like, I'm not a patient person. I It's hard for me to get to a space of zen easily. It's just not my jam. It's just not, like, you know, I came into this world six weeks early. I've been impatient since then. My first word was no. I've just been a person that's had a lot of angst in life. So my mom has always prayed for peace for me. That was always, like, her biggest thing thing with me peace and patience that's another one i'm gonna sneak on in there speaking things into existence like for goodness sakes back in like 2013 i tattooed psalm 27 14 on my wrist wait upon the lord and he shall strengthen thy heart have some patience girl my mom used to always say you know patience is a virtue and i'm like mom it's just a virtue that i ain't skilled at so sorry, but I really want to get that way because I have a little man that's about to be four and he is watching and listening and repeating. He calls himself my little shadow. He loves to follow me around and listen. That's my legacy right there. So I definitely want to have some more peace and patience in my everyday activities, because it would be a lot nicer to not stress about so many things that really, if we lost our lives tomorrow, they wouldn't matter. Because amongst all these things that you seem that I'm speaking into existence, one would think, okay, I don't have them right now, and you could stress about them, but I'm going to go back to that age-old thing that I do. I'm just going to believe that it is mine. That every single day, all these things that I'm wishing for are just, they've already happened. They're already mine. And I'm just chilling, enjoying life for right now until, you know, the next thing that I need to speak into existence comes up. I hope this like helped y'all a little bit because I know that it sounds a little hokey, but when I read The Secret, I was like, wow, like it legit changed my life. And you can call it what it whatever you want. But if the end result is me being happy and you being happy too, if you try some of these tricks, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Yay. <laughs> But I want to know like some of the stuff that you guys have been thinking about speaking into existence. I want to know if you've tried this and there's been some really great big manifestations in your life or, you know, maybe you just need some advice or help on how to like get your little wish list started. I'm always down. The DMs are always open. Please give me your ideas. Hit me up on social. Ask me questions. I love being there for you guys. Just like you guys are always there for me. Um, hit me up at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then Snapchat is at Radio Recon. And if you do me a little favor and like and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, especially the iHeartRadio app, I would appreciate you. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's really Riley.